Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit Let me say it one more time so you completely understand, McMahon. Welcome, everyone, to the One Year in Wrestling Podcast. If you actually think that I was just the right gauge guy... This podcast is scheduled for one fall and at a time limit of 45 minutes. If you actually think, if you actually think, well then you're a bigger delusional bastard than I thought you were. You're here. I'm here. Let's do this! Put my mic on! Alright, welcome back to One Year in Wrestling. We are going to do uh, our instant WrestleMania feedback, WrestleMania 36 review. Not instant, but pretty damn close. I'm Methodical Matt Gardner, joined by cryogenically frozen Chris Actimmy Chuck. What's up? What's up? Sounds good. Okay, and we obviously watched, Chris watched from his uh, cryogenically frozen chamber uh, up in the Fraser Vesta district of Edmonton. And I'm down in the Homesteader district of Edmonton. So we're very close, but we are, you know, socially distancing. From each other, uh, but uh, so you watched it at your abode, as as did I on the big screen briefly, and then uh, kind of flip flopped it around, flip flopping around uh, upstairs on the iPad, kind of finished up uh, for the but day one. I watched the entirety on my big screen uh, home theater downstairs, and I don't know, honestly, okay, so just the overview of it, like a super, I guess, fortunate or happy that. Wait a second, what? The, okay, we are recording. God damn. Okay, I'm gonna have to edit that. Uh super fortunate that, like that they, you know, they put on the show it would have been fucking just just balls. It's like canceling Christmas. You know what I mean? You can't just So they can't cancel WrestleMania. So I'm really glad they put it on. But uh man, so it's like the opening montage that kind of gets you all set up with all like the America the Beautiful montage and all this kind of stuff. And I honestly thought and you and I talked about it in one of our podcasts about how it was going to they're gonna figure out something different, like change the set or we'll have a holographic crowd or like I don't know, you just never know what they're gonna pull out, right? But then when they started it was like a well lit arena and it started with like uh the Alexa Bliss and her partner against the uh the Kabuki Warriors. And I was just kind of like, ah, oh, and then like, I remember somebody using the comparison. It's like, you're kind of like watching porn. If somebody walked, walked into the room and saw like, all they could hear was like, ah, ah, like hitting and yelling and stuff like that. It's like kind of strange, right? So initially the, we took the wind out of the sails right away. But like, as soon as you get used to the no audience, like some of the matches, especially on night one were like just killer in, in my opinion. And then night two was, was like, I thought super solid too. Like some of the matches I really wanted to see were on night two but um i had such a like almost exceeded expectations feel from night one that uh night two was kind of like it was still really good but it wasn't quite as good as uh night two what which uh night did you prefer of the two of them uh it's a tough one to be honest uh oh, okay so it was closer for you eh yeah it uh I'm, I'm i'm literally staring at the card for both shows and thinking back, it was most of them were pretty good matches. There was only one that I really could care less about. But uh, what was that? Which one? The Street Profits versus 
Angel Garza and Austin Theory. Yeah, yeah, for I sure. Could, I could really care less about that. I could, whatever, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> I, I didn't care. Um, but everything, I thought every other match was pretty damn good on the whole card. Um, yeah, but uh, I'll take day two. Yeah, really? Day, okay. Huh. Yeah, even with the shitty Street Profits on it. Uh, I like. I mean, I like the Street Profits. I like the one guy. You know, I'm kind of bad with retaining names, but the one the the uh, the leaner guy that's kind of like it's almost like a, a wrestling Eddie Murphy or like a Chris Tucker. Like he's just got like the he's got like I don't know. It's got like, like kind of has that X factor. He's like kind of has that like charisma to him, right? And he's um, but yeah, all in all, like there's enough guys in that match. It's kind of like I don't know if it, you know of, of that they are they're sort of like up and comers still. I mean, who's to say if they belong in there or not, I suppose. But, like, yeah, I would tend to agree with you in a certain fashion. It's like, man, these guys are, like, eh, maybe pre-show kind of thing. But, like, to have it yeah, like pretty, yeah. deep, pretty deep into night two, like, yeah, for sure. Well, I'm sure if it uh, if it was live in a big crowd, it probably would have been pre-show. Yeah, they're pretty uh, – they're pretty – like oh like over sounding like the wrestling terms are pretty over like the street profits are like they got the the red cup thing so like a lot of the audience has like the red cups they bring it out and all that so they uh they do fairly well with that but and the other two dudes like i know angel garza is the guy that like tears his pants off which i think is pretty hilarious um but like i don't know well, we we used to do that in like junior high man oh yeah for sure yeah, yeah. tear away pants the old tear away like. pants but like <laughs> to do it in like mid-match like when he's like hul- you know hulking up essentially it's oh yeah, fun. yeah pretty funny and then uh i don't know anything about like austin theory they kept saying like oh he's a w- wait till you see this guy he's a world-class athlete and then like i, I yeah that one i honestly I, yeah for sure i kind of tuned out i think that's when i was migrating up upstairs from the home theater like transitioning to like the ipad in my bed just chilling so like i i caught the very end where like the ending but that was about it so what what else did you like about night two so okay so out of the two theatrical matches what was your uh what was your favorite out of the uh the boneyard match and the uh firefly funhouse match uh the boneyard man yeah that was awesome yeah it was it was really good I didn't. I didn't know what to make of it at the beginning, but as it went like on, it, it got really good. And then, yeah, like he he they get up on the roof and he chucks the dude off, and then he tombstones the other. Like that was fuck. That was awesome. And he chucks AJ Styles off. Like that was that was fucking sweet. I liked all the uh, yeah totally. I liked all the uh, like the the stuff that Taker was saying. Like he was totally like all oh, the trash talk. Yeah, he's yeah, like, am I like, an old man now? Yeah, what was, was that? Like, totally, yeah. totally like, uh, uh, you know, like a like out of a, a movie. Yeah, it was yeah. But he's almost yeah. like he, he, like he's the good guy, so it's always kind of cool to have like that tough, like kind of the Clint Eastwood, like you know, dirty Harry style, like. Oh, totally, like, totally. What was that? Huh? You know, like totally do it, pulling that, and like he looked like uh, he looks yeah. pretty lean, like he's in yeah, good shape. Yeah, what did he call? Yeah. How you doing, Alan? How yeah, you doing? Yeah, yeah. He's or whatever. He, he called, basically like right, he called Mo by his first by name. his like actual name. Yeah, he he basically threw back everything at AJ that AJ was kind of saying to him. Like he started using his name. Uh oh. And they started huh. saying like, "What? What did you say about my wife? Did you bring up my wife's name?" And like basically brought up anything that like AJ said. And like he wasn't like re- 
basically retaliating towards like on the uh, buildup and just he he brought it all out in the match as he was like beating him up which was i thought was awesome and then i also liked uh the, the part i don't honestly like especially because they had the the uh, symphony music in the background like i thought he was actually gonna like beat undertaker i thought that was like gonna be a theatrical way to like end end undertaker's career and then when like they did the backlit you know, the backlights uh, where, like, Undertaker was all of a sudden, like, behind him when he was, like, fired, when AJ fired up the, uh, the like, the, whatever the fuck that thing's called. The tractor. Yeah, the tractor there. And then he was, like, yeah, behind yeah. him. I thought that was, I was, like, oh, wicked. Because I honestly thought, I'm, like, man, is this, like, the end? Like, Undertaker's finally done. It's, like, in this kind of mini movie, like you said. Yeah. Yeah, that, that was pretty good. That was pretty, I, I, I personally, I didn't buy buy into it that much oh you didn't oh, okay oh no I, I'm, I when it showed like the above of him laying in there i'm like ah it's not him that's funny yeah no yeah. i was like yeah, he'll pop up somewhere and he did oh yeah no i didn't see that coming actually i thought too, too bad a bolt of lightning didn't come down yeah well he did use a bit of the uh like the hand tricks when he was like he did the uh the flame like the cane trick which is kind of oh, weird. Yeah. Like, all of a sudden flames like he was more well, of a lightning he, guy he shoots the flame like when he lifts his hands up at at mania. The flames come out. What taker? Yeah, not out of the oh, ring, but they yeah. come out at the back there. That's right. Or like, yeah, he can like raise the uh, the house lights with his arms. Yeah, that's true. I guess his arms are pretty powerful when he raises them. But it's kind of more of a cane thing. But uh, but yeah, it was still yeah, pretty yeah, cool. Yeah. Still kind of cool. Um, yeah, that whole part was cool. I remember just texting you and I'm like, "Are you watching that match now?" And you're like, "Yeah." He's like throwing guys off roofs and tombstones. Yeah, yeah. like, <laughs> I'm like yeah. chuck chucking them off roofs and tombstoning them yeah 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 it was pretty wicked i like the uh used to like that metallica song too when uh when i've he, i've never heard that fucking song before I, I looked it up it's off like their 2016 album that one with like just the brutal cover of like all their faces like melded together uh licensed to self-destruct or whatever it's called uh oh, what's that yeah, That's, yeah. Uh, uh, I can't remember the name of the big song off of it. But. Uh, the the song it's was called something like "Now That We're Dead." I want to say, but uh, I don't know. Yeah, I, anyways, I don't know much it. new Metallica. Yeah, the right. But you were hoping what, what you were hoping like it was sad but true. Well, if it was a Metallica, right? But but he used to come out to like Kid Rock, right? So Kid Rock like and then. It was Kid Rock, and then uh, oh yeah, I guess because that was sad but true, but like a remix. Yeah, exactly. I get, I get what you mean. Get the riff out of it at least. Yeah, that's a good point. That would have been cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he did Limp Bizkit for years too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. That would have been kind of neat, but yeah, it's still cool though. It was Metallica. That was pretty, pretty rad. How he just rolled up. I also like how AJ uh, appeared in like the hearse, like did the whole like, and he's like comes out. He's like, ah, it was a hell of a ride. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that was pretty good. It all it definitely put AJ like in a different light too. Like he was, you know, it was he was always kind of bogged down throughout his career. Like he's not, he's a good rap performer, but he was he could could never do an interview and all that. Like I don't, I think he does really good interviews. Oh man, well he's he's clearly now like he does not need the title. Yeah, he's nothing in, anymore. He's in that that realm, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Speaking of not needing the title, yeah, were you surprised with uh, like Daniel Bryan not winning I, against Sami Zayn? Like that was kind of surprised to me. I I don't know. I kind of thought with two goons behind him. Fair enough. Uh, being Sami Zayn, yeah. Uh, yeah, he he 
stood a very good chance. But you know, I like I like Daniel Bryan, so it's always good to see Daniel Bryan win. But I don't I don't know who the guy was coming to the ring with him. Yeah, uh, oh, I want to say Noam Dar. No, what the fuck? That's a different guy. Man, drawing blanks. Anytime we start recording, I like forget people's names and stuff. It's brutal. Uh, is it Noam Dar? No. It's like Nokeem Dar or something like yeah, that. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. He's like, uh, he was like the cruiserweight uh, champion. He's got like the amateur background and all that too. So like, uh, so they've kind of bonded over that, him and Daniel Bryan. Um, I thought it was pretty cool though. Like uh, that one, that match was really good because yeah, they, you could hear all the verbalization in the ring. That was the first one that I was like, it was kind of like neat to see. And they like, they just wrestled like there was an audience, right? Like there was enough people at the ring to kind of... That was the first match that kind of snapped me out of the fact that, like, you know, it doesn't doesn't matter as much that there's no audience. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I I enjoyed that one. I really liked the uh, the Seth Rollins uh, Kevin Owens match a lot more than I thought I was going to. I don't know why I didn't have high hopes for it, but I thought that match was wicked. Oh, I know why you didn't because you hate Kevin Owens. <laughs> yeah, not a big Kevin Owens fan. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. I just find him. I don't know. There's something about whether he's a good guy or a bad guy. He just kind of bugs me. I want to like him, but I just there's times that I just don't. Um, I I, I don't mind the guy. I liked his. Uh, he kind of reminds me of Mick Foley at times, but especially when he did yeah. the big dive there, that was cool. Yeah. No, that was. Uh, I I quite enjoyed that match. I like how he did the uh, like the calling him back to the ring and all that. And at first, I thought, yeah, and uh, I guess I was I was duped by some of the stuff. Like I thought, like just I'm like, man, that seems like a crappy WrestleMania ending where you hit him with the belt or sorry, the ring bell, and then you got disqualified. I'm like, ah, but you know, like at this point, you're just you don't know. Like there's no real like set rules for this kind of WrestleMania with the, no audience and all that. So I'm like, oh, well, I guess they just maybe they're just a way to continue the rivalry, right? But. But then Owens called him back and cut, cut a pretty good promo and challenged him to come back. <laughs> but, dude, I, I, uh, I've watched that the entrance video for Seth Rollins like so much. That one that you like took the video of and sent to me. That's fuck, it's so funny. That's like that was like one of the best parts. I I'm glad you uh, thought it was as funny as as I did because I was like, man, just with all the lasers and he comes out like, just. It's, it was, you know what? Like, it was so over the top. Like, oh, yeah. How did you not laugh, like, so loud watching yeah. it? Like, him grabbing at the light right when the, yeah, right yeah. when the moment hits. And yeah. Like, oh, man. It was perfect. It was like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it grabs the apple. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was just like, oh, man, I hate this guy just because yeah. he does this stupid entrance, but he's so good because, like, yeah. that's what he wants me to do. Oh, yeah. And it's so, like, like doesn't really go with the music you know what i mean it's got this like really oh, like heavy metal it's total like like the dude like i said it's it's a total rip off of like fucking straight edge society well I, except for like he's he's not you know obviously straight edge like, no like, i know it, the actual it, content yeah it's I, like uh i know what you mean uh, though yeah the same style but like in same a different different uh packaging goal. yeah a different goal yeah. yeah 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 no i could see that for sure and it's like a four, right. four person group with lucky land slots you can get lucky just about anywhere this is your captain speaking uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine but we're just gonna circle up here a while and uh, get lucky no no nothing like that it's just these cash prizes add up quick so i suggest you sit back keep your tray table upright and start getting lucky play for free at luckylandslots.com are you feeling lucky 
No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Group, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. No, I can see that, actually. It was kind of weird that none of his, uh, especially when it became no disqualification, like none of his, uh, what does he call them? Like the, the followers or whatever, right? None of those guys came down to help him at all. But uh, I was kind of surprised that Rollins took the loss, actually. But well, but uh, whatever. I liked how he got the stunner. The whole thing was like, the dive, and then like re- rolling him back in the rope or into the ring, and like just crumpled them after the stunner. It was like awesome. Yeah, yeah. Usually Rollins does like the backflip or you know like the oversell, but he just crumpled after the stunner. It was awesome. Yeah. No. You know what? I bet, I think that was like a match that probably the guys had the most fun out of the whole card doing it yeah i could like, see that I, I i could totally see them like just like absolutely like like uh lo- like just loving it in the backstage planning it out like I'm, they're probably laughing their ass off. oh you're gonna do this great entrance and yeah you know we'll do this and then we'll go into that and then we'll it'll be no no dq and we'll do this like yeah, for sure. They definitely, yeah, yeah. The, the, the format of the match was like, yeah, like you say, they probably had fun with it. I had heard yeah. something on like another podcast that apparently like Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins like have like have like a rivalry from back in the indie days. Like Rollins like didn't think Kevin Owens deserved that first push that he got because if you remember, he was in NXT for like a few months and then he got like that title match against John Cena. Yeah. 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 And, yeah, like, yeah. and apparently Rollins was like super pissed that, uh, you know, that, uh, Kevin Owens got essentially fast tracked when it took Rollins like a few years to kind of get going. Uh, yeah. so I, I think they kind of like wove some of that into it. I think there's some realism in that. Like, um, one of the interviews that Owens did leaning in was saying that like nobody liked Rollins in NXT and he was always kind of like, you know, viewed as like the other guy and that kind of stuff. So I thought it was kind of cool how they, uh, you know, wove in some of the, the real life animosity that they supposedly have. And I guess whether they, you know, they read that story and kind of like we're using it as a work. I just like that where there's kind of like some, some you using like social media stories and stuff like that to kind of like interweave into the plot lines. Yeah, no, it was, uh, it was really good. I mean, I didn't see any of the lead up really to it. But, uh, no, they did a f- fantastic job. That's good, yeah. Um, what else? What did you, Okay, so what was your take? It's kind of, it's funny how it's oh, arguably a kind of, well, I wouldn't say arguably, but, like, it's been polarizing, I guess, the the edge, uh, Randy Orton, last man standing. Uh, I think the overall criticism was obviously too long, being at, like, 36 minutes. The second longest WrestleMania match in history of WrestleMania, other than, obviously, the 63-minute Iron Man match, right, with Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels. Um, I guess it beat uh, this, the former second longest by like 10 seconds, which the, the second longest one was the uh, the WrestleMania 2000 main event with like the McMahon in every corner and it was like whoever it was, The Rock versus McFoley versus Triple H versus uh, who was the other guy? Was it Stone Cold or was he out injured by then? Anyways. I have no clue. <laughs> that, main, that main event, anyways. With, and, uh, Orton Edge beat it by like 10 seconds. So now it, it's in the history books as the second longest match in the history of WrestleMania. Dave Meltzer also was quoted as saying it's the most boring match in the history of WrestleMania. And it got a bit of heat for the whole 
um, utilization of a like a, some gym equipment and making it look like Edge was kind of hanging there, and especially in light of the uh, the whole like the Benoit like uh, uh, Dark Side of the Ring special and saying that oh that's like you know whatever people are in my opinion too sensitive. I did not think that uh, even for a second. Uh, so no. it's, it's kind of strange they would have brought that up. Um, I enjoyed it. I didn't. I got the impression it was around thirty minutes. I didn't realize it was like pushing forty minutes. Uh, I really liked uh, the creativity, especially the last segment where they were kind of battling in around the uh, that you know the eighteen wheeler, and then ended up on the truck, and then the truck led led them up to the eighteen wheeler, and they kind of did these different stages. I thought that was really cool. Um, I honestly liked the whole like battling around the. Uh, performance center because it kind of gave you like a tour of the performance center kind of gave you all the behind the scenes of like where their office is and their boardroom and stuff like that i thought that was really cool yeah no it was uh i, th- I thought it was gr- great idea to to go around the whole place like that uh but yeah it was way too long yeah that was so what would you have rated it in like for five stars then is it like if they'd shaved off ten minutes, would it have done better for you? Like, is it was is that basically your only critique? Like, you kind of lost you a bit, or? Yeah, I would like I would give it probably like three stars. Yeah, so you you still enjoyed it, but just just too long. Yeah, it's like yeah, a movie probably. that goes I, too long, right? You're like, oh, it was a good movie, uh, but like so long. Out of everything on on both cards that was the, the one match I like paid the most attention to. Well, yeah. other than the uh, other than the the McIntyre Lesnar match. Right, right. But yeah, no, I uh I, I thought it was was good. I, I I stayed on on the edge of my seat the whole time. So Yeah. Well in I, my view they did a good job then. For sure. Like I uh I really liked it. I'm just such a I'm, I'm such a huge fan of Edge. Like I just as a person like behind the scenes seemed like we were kind of talking about earlier today about all seems like just like a kind of the kind of guy that we'd want to like hang out with or like new growing up or something like that right and then and then just out of respect like how much work he put into to coming back and how cool of a story it is like it was pretty neat when um, neat is not the right word it was pretty amazing when daniel bryan came back and that was only after a couple of years but like the better part of 10 years putting him into like the his mid 40s and coming back and just ridiculous shape i think your text you said he's like edge has like a 32 pack or something like that like yeah he has yeah. like freaking abs or sorry uh yeah abs all the way up to his pecs basically like he's ripped yeah. and like yeah. in, obviously in good shape and worked his ass off to get there and it's a crazy story so and i've always been a big fan like especially heel edge like there's nobody better like he was such a good heel so uh and yeah like orton's obviously a good heel so now they kind of do the you know, he had the sort of, sort of the Shawn Michaels thing. Uh, Edge had the Shawn Michaels thing when he came back, and you were genuinely a little bit concerned about Shawn Michaels when he came back because he had, you know, back surgery. He was off for four years. It's like, man, you see like anything happen to his back, and you're like, actually, you're kind of concerned that it's going to happen to him again. So that was kind of, I had that a little bit of that, that with Edge too, right? So, yeah, yeah. But yeah. Yeah, no, and there's, there was even those moments where, uh, like the ref grabbed his head, like he was like uh, doing first aid to him, you know, like oh, holding yeah. his neck and you know crap like that. So they were, they were playing it up. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I'm interested to see what uh, what Ed where it goes with Edge. Like I I would assume 
that him and Orton are done. I, I can't see Orton like being like, well, you know, like it seems like a pretty yeah violent yeah. way to end it. And it was the last man standing. That seems like the kind of match that would like end a rivalry, right? It's not like where yeah. do you go from there, right? You, you can't just do, oh, let's do a two of three falls now. Like it's, you can't really do anything else now. So be interesting to see like his edge just going to do, we see him, we don't see him till some, well, I mean, under normal circumstances, like is it the kind of thing we wouldn't see him till SummerSlam or is he going to be like, you know, semi full time? Like it's going to be interesting to see uh, when everything gets going again. Right. If they're when they're back onto like filming weeklies and, and that kind of thing. Um, yeah. Yeah. If he's going to go like I'm, I'm thinking now that he's got like the the rivalry with uh, Orton out of the way, I could see him starting to kind of work with with younger guys. Right. Yeah, he could. Yeah. I don't know. I I think they're gonna give him a shot. Yeah, like a sh- like a title shot or just a yeah man. That'd be pretty rad. So who would you be against? Him. Who's the Raw champion? Because Strowman is, well, no Lesnar. Yeah, no Strowman is on SmackDown. Smackdown. So yeah, it would be Lesnar. Yeah. Oh shit. No, it'd be McIntyre. Oh yeah, pardon me. Yes, that's right. The new <laughs> the new champion. Yeah. My oh, bad. Shit. <laughs> that was bad. Um, yeah, no, like I could see him totally making McIntyre look good, right? Yeah, for sure, for sure. Put him in a good rivalry with McIntyre and build it up over a couple of months. And, yeah, that would right? be good. The only thing is like it's the uh, the awkward uh, like good guy versus good guy. But, uh, you know, that can work. That could maybe be the way to turn Edge heel already, which would be awesome because that's Well, do that edge. or could turn McIntyre heel. Yeah, that's true. I think they kind of want to have McIntyre have his, you know, moment as a, you know, they've kind of showed him, like you were saying in that one documentary, it was, they kind of, a good way to sort of get everybody behind him, right? Because of all yeah. this. So I, I, I can't see them turning him. I, would be, I guess you could say the same about Edge too, right? It's pretty hard to turn him heel so quick too. But Yeah, but, you, you know, that sometimes shocks, shocks the people. Yeah, shocks right. the system. Yeah, and then they get they get pissed off because I can't believe they turned him. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, now I'm even pissed off at them. Like, what a bunch of idiots! Why would you turn out? Well, that's what yeah. they want you to do. You're, you're watching every week. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, right? <laughs> and I guess speaking of McIntyre, were you uh, were you surprised about uh, the length of the uh, the Lesnar uh, McIntyre main I, event? I honestly, I, th- I thought it would literally go like twenty minutes. Same here. I totally thought it would, and like I was quite shocked it was over that quickly. No kidding. Yeah. And, um, and in usually when it's over that quick, it's not. It doesn't go that way. <laughs> no kidding. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I was surprised, especially it was really hard to uh, to to like the first night when it ended at eight like eight mountain time. I was like, holy crap. Okay. So it was only like three, three and a half hours of yeah, bit of yeah. show matches. So I was kind of expecting that, um, night two. And then all of a sudden you start getting up into like, I think it was like, obviously the firefly Funhouse got you past nine. Like it was into like nine, 10 or something. Like yeah. That it went one. to, it went to like, to like, uh, nine, nine 30, I think. Yeah. About nine 30. Yeah. 
So yeah. as soon as it like got past nine, and then there was or no, it didn't go to nine thirty. It went to eight thirty. Oh, was it eight thirty? Okay, so anyway, yeah, so, it was eight thirty. So when it, when yeah, Firefly Funhouse we got beyond eight o'clock, and uh, so I was like, okay, well, obviously, the, yeah, okay, that's that's yeah, that's exactly it. So then I was like, okay, well, obviously they're gonna go closer to nine or back in the day when they signed yeah. off at like eight forty-five or whatever, right? Yeah, yeah. So I was like, holy shit! So this match is gonna be like a half an hour or twenty-five minutes or whatever, and it was like. What five minutes maybe like? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and what was the deal with like Paul Heyman? Like, didn't do sh- jack shit. He didn't do the usual grab the microphone and I guess it doesn't have the same effect when there's no audience. I suppose, but it was yeah. weird. Like he didn't do anything. He didn't like. I uh, I noticed that too. It was weird, right? Yeah, and uh, yeah, I I I just thought it was like same thing. Well, there's no audience there. I guess he kind of. His whole spiel is to get the audience going, right? Yeah, I mean, he starts with literally with "ladies and gentlemen." It'd be yeah, like, you can't yeah. really do that, right? Makes no sense. Did you see um, Paul Heyman's like interview? What was it? Charlie Caruso was wearing like the that bright yellow dress, and uh, she started talking, and he kind of snuck up behind her, and she was like, "Ah!" He's like, "What? What? Uh, what's wrong, Charlie? You scared the hell out of me." Did you see that one? No. Oh, it was pretty funny. He just got like it looked like like he legit scared the shit out of her. It was pretty funny. And then he started talking like doing like the Jake Roberts promo instead of doing like the super loud. By the end, he was just whispering about mm-hmm. Brock Lesnar. It was like yeah, it was pretty. <laughs> it was like so different than his usual like bombastic yelling and all that, the gesturing and stuff. He was like super calm and quiet. It was weird. No, well, maybe. Maybe, maybe something different's gonna happen here. Yeah, it could be, or maybe he's just never like, know. Yeah, reacting differently. He's quieter because there's no audience or something. He's just reacting to. I don't know. Who knows? Paul Paul Heyman's still, or yeah, like you say, maybe he's just, maybe they're gonna go away for a bit, or they had an argument or something. Yeah, <laughs> it was just weird. It was off a bit. Yeah, I, I don't know. It would be. You could totally tell with like because it was all pre-recorded and stuff, obviously, but you could tell. It was a lot more like a very, very produced television show. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? Like, like smoother cuts. Yeah. Yeah. And you could tell they had like specific spots at specific times. And I don't know that, that that's what I noticed. Like I would notice things. I'd be like, man, this kind of feels like I'm watching like a show on like NBC. I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. There was a there you know was a what I mean? of that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah.
It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.